looking in the super chat right now and it looks like Kramer's there. Howdy y'all, sounds good. Mm -hmm. uh, Jim PP is also in the super chat, good to see you. Hey, wait a minute, you're on the panel too. Good to see you on the panel. We also got Tony Marzano, uh, Angela Preslick. We got Next Batman, Jeremy, Shane's Planet, Daniel Rouge. Hey, Daniel, I just got your uh, self-addressed stamped envelope today. So you got a uh, you got a raffle ticket coming to you. And we got Gary. I don't know. Gary, is it Simmons or Simons? And also Will Fly. This is going to be a really fun show, guys. Thank you so much for joining us here. We um, Let's go ahead and introduce everybody on the panel. Uh, Chris will be here in just a moment for My Dog is Choking. So let's start off with our very own Jim from Canada A with the maple syrup smelling money and maple syrup smelling, I don't know, maybe um, uh, calendars also? <laughs> no. No? Won't be doing any of that. <laughs> Mind you, Ryan, he, he, he said that I could get some... Uh, he got me some fragrance. I think it's coming. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, welcome, Jim. You own Care Printing and Publishing. You are our official sponsor. You've taken care of us as far as getting our paramotor calendars out to people, printing up stickers and all sorts of amazing things. So tell us real quick about your company and how do we get up with you? And I heard something about I'm worth 10%. Yeah, sure. You can get connect with me through carepp.com or uh, and the email and all the information is on there. Ways to contact me. We can we're a custom print shop, so we can print pretty much anything you want. And we've got access to vinyl printers, cutters, die cutters. We can do paper in all shapes and sizes and and. Uh, not denominations, but forms. There you go. And thicknesses there. So you name it, we can do it. Excellent. Tell us about that 10% thing about PPG Grandpa. Mention PPG Grandpa and you'll get 10% off your order. That is awesome. I'm love, I love to be worth 10%. And I appreciate you, Jim, for everything you do for the show, for the sport. Um, you are uh, an amazing ambassador and definitely appreciate you, Jim. Thank you. Absolutely. We also got uh, our very own James Bevel. Uh, guess what? He also does amazing things. He also prints up stickers and stuff. He might become an official sponsor of the show, too. It seems like he's going to. Hey, uh, James, tell us a little bit about your jbppg.com and what you provide. Oh, I provide tumblers, T-shirts, custom coffee mugs, uh, keychains. You know, just you name it, anything I can try to put stuff on, that's what I'm doing, whether it be PPG related or not. I don't do calendars or anything like that, you know, or printing on paper, but I try to do unique stuff. So I definitely like unique stuff. I heard that if you go over to jbppg.com and make a free account, when you do decide to buy something, I'm worth something too. Am I worth 10% over there? Yes, sir, you are. In there, you put in the code all caps PPG Grandpa, and that is worth 10% off your purchase. Excellent. Well, we definitely appreciate you, and I heard that your store is kicking some butt. Tons of customers there, tons of orders, 
and uh, they're definitely keeping you busy. So you also do free stuff too sometimes in the month, right? So if you just go over to jbppg.com sporadically, he'll just send you out some free stuff. So thank you, James, for everything that you do, buddy. Don't forget to go over there and make that free account because you might find something cool in the mail. We also got our very own Linda Anderson, our ParamomUSA.com. What's up, girl? How are you doing? And we definitely appreciate you with everything that you do. Hey, welcome. Got to get my pom-poms for everybody. There you go. Welcome, everybody. It's Monday. Thanks for all joining us tonight. And uh, we got a really cool show lined up for you. We got Chris Wheeler in the house. My dog is choking. Y'all sit back, grab some snacks, everything. And uh, if you want to be on the show and be a guest, like my friend Chris here, just get up with ParamountUSA.com, which will take you right to my Facebook page, which you can just DM me. Did I say it right, Grandpa? DM me. PM, and, uh, DM, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> And I'll, yeah, and I'll set you up, get you on the show. Just, uh, you know where to find me. So everybody enjoy. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you very much, Miss Linda, for doing all the stuff that you do behind the scenes, keeping track of all the people that are going to be on the show. We wouldn't be able to do without you. So thank you very much. We definitely appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Excellent. We also got Ryan Rides. What's up, buddy? How are you doing with your drones and all your fun stuff you got going on? We are back in business. Uh, our drones just got back from Florida uh, this afternoon, and tomorrow evening we are going to start doing some more test flights with uh, some new designs that I've been working on over the winter, and uh, just getting happy to be getting back in the air with the drones and getting to fly myself, actually, because uh, it's getting to that time of year where the weather's nice. So when I'm not flying drones, I'll be in the air flying uh, myself. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, you for people that don't know you talking about drones, exactly what do you do and what is your company name? So I am the chief pilot and general manager of Starflight Drone Shows. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Starflight Drones uh, Drone Show. Sorry. Uh, we do drone light shows for private events, weddings, uh, corporate events, you name it. Uh, if, if you've got the space, we can fly for it. So. Hit me up. Absolutely. Sounds absolutely amazing. Chris Wheeler, um, hold on one quick second here because we also got to say hello to Will Fly from willflyppg.com. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Glad that you're in the house, man. And you're still on mute, so you might want to click that unmute so we can hear you. There you go, buddy. I'm always on mute, man. That's just my thing. <laughs> now, just getting back from uh, having a wonderful time in uh, Alabama at the Holler at the Waller. And uh, Brian Waller's got an awesome, awesome setup there. Just a real enjoyable time. But man, it was a long drive and I'm kind of still in recovery mode. But it's good to be here. Excellent. Well, we're definitely glad that you're here. And a little birdie said that it was your birthday today. Is that true, sir? It is true. You are actually on the show on your birthday. How does that even work? I mean, what? No birthday party? What's going on, man? No, I mean, this is uh, uh, this is how important the show is to me, right? I mean, I could be out having a nice, juicy ribeye steak, but no, I'm hanging out with you guys. 
Huge guys. Well, you know what? We did try to sing happy birthday years ago to my mom and it was atrocious, but I think we need to try it one more time. Everybody unmute your, everybody un unmute yourself. We're going to sing happy birthday to Will Fly real quick. It's going to be crazy because of all the lagging, but this is going to be great. Ryan, go ahead and unmute. James, ready? Let's go ahead and okay. sing happy birthday the best we can to Will Fly. Ready? And okay. begin. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. To you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy, happy birthday, dear Will Fly. <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> to you. Yay. That was pretty impressive, actually. That worked out a lot better than the last time you guys tried it. <laughs> we got better, better, fast internet connections, I think. <laughs> well, thank, thanks oh, to you goodness. guys. And uh, thanks to everyone in the chat for the birthday wishes. Appreciate it. Awesome. Oh, and Tony. Is and, right. and, and Tony, <laughs> you can see the blizzard. it. Ah. Oh, and the blizzard just totally knocked off your camera. But anyways, guys, uh, thank you very much. My name is Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. This is ClearPropTV.com, and we have an amazing paramotor podcast. Tonight we have the infamous Chris Wheeler. My dog is choking. Uh, we have him for about an hour, so we're going to listen to his amazing stories about all the stuff that he's done. He's also one of the owners of Paraswag USA. And if you haven't been over to paraswagusa.com, definitely go over there, check it out. It's an amazing website, lots of stuff that he's building. Chris, welcome to the show, buddy. Good to see you, man. Hey, good to see you too, Sean. How you been? Doing pretty good, man. It's been a year since you've been on our show. I think it was, uh, what, one episode 130 or something like that last year? I, I thought I was on less than a year ago. Maybe it was a year. I don't know. It time flies. I'm not sure. Definitely flies like uh, paramotor pilots. Uh, we're also going to be doing a spinning wheel of winning things because I got some uh, Paraswag USA stickers. I got run to the sky stickers. I even got some paraglidingtalk.com stickers. So we're going to be spinning the spinning wheel tonight. So if you guys want to uh win something make sure you say hello to will fly ppg on the super chat chris man you're you are so busy you got so many things going on for those of you out there that don't know chris uh can you tell us a little bit about yourself how you got into paramotoring and why are you so busy man <laughs> uh youtube got into paramotoring because i saw a youtube video uh i think it was um woody uh back in the day when woody used to make videos Thought it was cool, uh, called around every school, couldn't get in because I only had like a, you know, week time frame to get in. Uh, I got in with Carl, uh, no, with, um, oh, the guy down in Florida, Happy Thoughts. Um, um, uh, Kyle Mooney? No, uh, Carson. No, no. Carson. Carson, Carson, yeah, Carson. Carson Rodenizer, that's his name. He got me up in the air and I've been hooked ever since. And it's kind of been uh, a huge life changer for me. Uh, I've been flying now for, I, I don't know, uh, three or four years. I'm not sure, uh, but I it's something that I do on a daily basis. If I can get up in the air, uh, I'm in the air. Um, and I've kind of uh, wrapped my entire uh, life around that sport in which now I travel just to go find places to fly and, you know, do that kind of fun stuff. So 
Tell us a little bit about Paraswag USA and how you got that started. And then we want to hear more about this amazing stuff that you have going on overseas. So I'm not smart enough to run Paraswag USA. I have very little to do with the company, um, except for making lighted props. If you guys have seen the lighted props online, uh, I opened a company in Colombia to get the manufacturing done on that. So uh, I'm full hands on that. But Paraswag itself is run by Mark George, way smarter guy than me as far as being able to run retail. It's also run by uh, Devlin Hendrickson. So between Devlin and Mark and then Alicia, those three kind of have a lot more to do with Paraswag than I do. But Paraswag, basically, we look for unique products um, in the paragliding and paramotor world. Um, and then we try to import those products into the U.S. and, and then sell them. So right now, um, we've got a really, really good harness um, that we've just picked up. So we got a uh, distribution from Seoul, which is out of brazil so while i was down in south america i checked out their stuff i was really really impressed with the revolution um harness and so we were able to acquire that and so now we're starting to push um push that on the website i don't know if it's on the website yet um because we've we've gone through our testing so i don't know if devlin's put that up yet um also uh was able to get in uh, with Evo Aviation out of Bulgaria, and they have a, and I'm really, really excited about this new paramotor coming out that I should see in the next two or three days. We have one on uh, they're coming in the next two or three days. Uh, it's a four and a half gallon tank, but it's all just like the old Evo to where it's, um, up in between the motor so it's not down by your knees where the gasoline would you know make the paramotor heavy on the bottom end it's all middle so anyway that's Paraswag USA uh if you want to know more about it talk to me because really I'm kind of hands-off in that I, I've been spending most just kind of uh revamping my YouTube channel which and I have been putting videos on hold just because I have so much footage uh, from my travels that I'm going to try to switch over and make that more of a travel type paramotor uh, channel than it. That's too. Okay, well, we're looking right now at uh, ParaswagUSA.com. And it looks like you have a lot of frames, the Rebels out there. You're selling um, uh, all the different types of motors. Do you have wings also, or is it just paramotors right now? No, we do have wings. Um, talk to Mark wings-wise, um, because I honestly, I, I don't know. I'm very hands-off in that company. So. Okay. Okay, guys, if you want to check out ParaswagUSA.com, just go ahead and go there and check it out. They got lots of really cool stuff over there. Definitely need to check it out. Now, Chris, what are the things that you're doing overseas? And is there a .com for that as far as your stuff over um, that you're doing with your, I guess, your vacation destination? So I've been traveling to Columbia quite a bit. Pretty long yeah, Okay. I think I think we're losing you. You're cutting in and out a little bit. Uh, 
do, let me do where the cows live. And so I have really horrible internet. So I'm going to connect on my phone so you can hear me audio on my phone. So other people, I connect on my phone. Okay. I think I heard what you're trying to do. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, um, does anybody have, uh, okay, Chris, real quick, if you can let us know, what is the, uh, I think that I put everything on here. Let me go ahead and double check your dot coms and stuff that I have here. Let's see, where is your stuff for your stuff overseas? Is it my dog is choking or is there another dot com that we need to go to to check that out? My dog is choking. All right. Can someone open up uh, mydogischoking.com and put that up on the screen for us, please, while we're waiting for him to reconnect? And while we're doing that, guys, remember, uh, we're going to be spinning the wheel. We also are transitioning our podcast over to the nonprofit podcast. Still going to be the same thing every Monday night. Uh, there's going to be really nothing different other than I don't own it. And the Run Into the Sky nonprofit is going to own this and uh, do a little things different here and there. Like if you guys win something, just send a self-addressed stamped envelope and we send you out all the stickers um, that way. It helps the nonprofit a lot. All right. We're looking at my dog is choking right now. And oh, that's YouTube. Can you go to my is that where is that where it goes to my dog is choking dot com is forwarding to your YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Okay, excellent. All right, so what do we have here on your YouTube channel? Are you still trying to connect to the audio, Chris? I think he is. Yeah. All right, who's who's pulling that up? Jim, you're pulling that up, sir? I don't know who's doing that. Jim, are you pulling that up? He's on what? mute, so he's... It might be me. It's me. Okay. All right. I think uh, it's me. I can't, for some reason, I can't see what I'm doing on Zoom disappeared on me. So. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It went full screen. So just escape out of that. I'll just, I'll just um, stop his screen sharing real quick. That way you can figure out what's going on, Mr. Jim. Appreciate you though. What do you mean? Like uh, I didn't need to see myself. You didn't need to see yourself. Uh, if you get, if you get, I'm, I'm pretty and all, but I, I get to see myself all the time. All right. So Will is doing that. Will, if you can like pop open a uh, a video and just let it play while we're trying to get uh, Chris to. I did not optimize. Um, That's right. Okay. We'll see what it does. So anyways, uh, while we're trying to get Chris to reconnect, so we can hear them. We're looking at the legend of Ruben Fly, a paragliding story. And it is kind of choppy over here. I can stop it if I need to. How how you guys can you guys see it okay? Is it choppy for you? Looks like it's kind of smooth. Anybody else? Ryan? James? It's smooth or not. It's fairly smooth over here. Okay. So Chris oh, is still awesome. yeah, there we go. So Chris is still trying to connect so we can hear him. Wow man, that is sweet. 
And what we're doing right now, if you're listening to this, it looks like Jack joined the room. Jack, welcome. Glad you uh, made it to our audio live stream. Appreciate you being here. And Chris is still trying to connect to audio. And what we're doing is we're watching his YouTube channel. So if you're listening to us right now, you can go over to mydogischoking.com. And it forwards over to his... All right, we got to... All right, we got to... <laughs> Who has that? Ryan, is that you? That's Chris, uh, probably. He's got two devices. Yeah. Chris, is that is that you? Oh yeah, he has All two right, devices. Chris is better now. Okay, there we go. Good deal. Okay. Gotcha. All right, Chris. So uh, go ahead and uh, tell us what we see on the screen, real quick. We'll do that, and then we'll go back over to your your uh, overseas destination. So this is one of my trips to Colombia. Basically, this video here was a uh, tribute to the grandfather of paragliding in South America, a guy named Ruben Montoya, who um, is an absolute legend uh, in the paragliding world. And he's been doing paramotors now for probably about 10 years. He's been doing paragliding since the early 1990s. Um, and everybody who's an instructor in Colombia learned from him. Wow. And so they now have students. So he really started the entire sport over there and it has become a Mecca of paragliding. In fact, the British world championships, I think were in Colombia this year. So it's becoming uh, a destination location just for paragliding pilots. And he now not wants to move that into a destination location for paramotor pilots as well. And so it's been something that I've been helping him with uh, just to kind of go through the logistics and find the good spots in order to be able to fly um, not just paragliders, but paramotors as well. So um, if anyone is looking for an awesome tour, whether it's free flight or motor, and you're up for a good trip to down to the Caribbean, um, this this is just hit, hit me up. Just, you know, email me at Chris at my dog is It's K-R-I-S, by the way. And um, yeah, I'll hook you up with Ruben and, and kind of go from there. So uh, I have become fairly integrated into Colombia now because I go, I, literally last year I lived half the year there. So um, I have a house there now, I have transportation there now. And uh, yeah, I've just been kind of spending most of my time flying actually over there because it's always perfect weather you can always get a flight in every day there's always new scenery and so on this last trip i decided to take my motorcycle and just drive pretty much the entire country of colombia um, from the midsection all the way to the coast and back got lost while I was there going down dirt roads in the middle of the rain at night because my phone had died and I didn't have a map <laughs> Found, finally got into a city, uh, was able to find a hotel rest for the night, but that was kind of a weird, um, uh, weird excursion. So now this next trip, I'm going to go back in probably a month, month and a half, um, make a rack for my motorcycle so I can put the paramotor on the back and then just be able to drive South America, stop wherever I want, and then just, you know, fly random places. So that's kind of the idea at the moment. What are the regulations like 
there? Are they laxed or you know, for specifically for paramotoring and flying over population? And so it's a lot like it's a lot like here. Um, basically, it's daylight hours. Uh, stay away from you know large populations. Um, stay away from the airports. But because I'm hooked up with Ruben, there's certain locations that Ruben is allowed to fly that no one else is allowed to fly. And which is kind of handy. So uh, there's a city on the coast called Cartagena that has an airport right by it. We're actually allowed to fly right by that airport uh, as long as we stay underneath a certain elevation. Uh, no one else is allowed to fly there. Um, and it's and it's gorgeous there. So it's kind of like a nice hookup. Uh, Ruben has a lot of those hookups throughout the country on where he can fly that nobody else can. So because some of it is local regulations and some of it is federal regulations. So the federal regulations are pretty much the same. The local ones, they kind of uh, differ here and there, depending on where you are. Excellent. Now, I know the last time we talked last year, you were talking about your paramotor slash paragliding uh, adventure destination over in Columbia. Columbia, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell us, um, I mean, I know that you were just starting it last year. I assume that is just incredible right now. Can you tell us more about that and how we can get there and and, um, tell us more about it? All right. So it depends on if you're going to do free flight, if you're going to do motor, or if you're going to do both. Either way, um, what you need to do is you just need to bring your wing and get a round trip ticket into Columbia. It doesn't matter what city you arrive in. I'll have somebody meet you at that city. So if it's cheaper to fly into Bogota, go to Bogota. If it's cheaper to fly into Medellin or Cartagena, fly into one of those. I'll have somebody meet you at the airport and then get you to the city you need to be, depending on what kind of tour you want to do. The round trip airfare is a lot cheaper in the summer than it is the winter. So if you're going in like December, January, time the airfare is actually kind of high last summer it was like 300 bucks round trip from dallas uh, into bogota so it's fairly cheap to fly in now once you're in the country you can fly anywhere round trip for about 40 dollars. so once you're here that's why i'm saying it doesn't matter what city you arrive in because you can get to any city really quick and really cheap so um yeah just let me know what kind of uh what kind of flying you want to do you know This last trip, I had an amazing flight. Uh, We went island hopping. So we went 15 miles out across the ocean uh, to an island. And these islands are, you know, kind of very picturesque, like you would imagine, you know, with the blue waters and the white beaches. And we just kind of flew around the islands and then headed back. And yeah, it's it's that kind of flying. If if you've never done it, it's, it's amazing. We have a chase boat, all that good stuff. So. That is incredible. So if I want to go over there, how long can I go over there for? Well, that's up to you, you know. Um, Cost of living over there is a lot cheaper than it is over here. So you're going to spend more living in the States than you will visiting there, even though you'd probably be eating out every night. Um, But you could have like ribeye steaks for lunch and dinner and, you know, with a margarita or whatever you're drinking. And your entire food bill for the day might be $12. So do we get together with you uh, to arrange something like this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just 
just hit me up. Let me know how many guys you got, you got coming and let me know. And I'll give you the itinerary. Just kind of let me know what kind of flying you want to do. If you want to do more like, you know, mountains and jungle and waterfall type stuff, let me know if you want to do more coastal flying, if you want to do island hopping, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to do a mix of paragliding and paramotor? Or you just want to do paragliding or you just want to do paramotor? Just let me know what you want to do and I'll kind of set an itinerary depending on what you want to do. I really need to get my passport. Sounds like a <laughs> two week or four week vacation down there with you, buddy. Yo, tricking, uh, well, it it could be i would say the minimum time you need is five days the reason you want five days is you know the the you have a day of travel in there and then you're gonna have um once you're there you're gonna want to spend more time there than you think so if you're thinking like a long weekend make it a five-day weekend don't make it a four-day weekend I think I'm going to make it a 30-day weekend. <laughs> That's going to be really awesome. Uh, any Anything like, like next year in April, we're going to have the full solar eclipse going through the United States. Uh, over there, is there anything coming up like that that we might want to think about going over there for that particular day, week uh, destination? All right. All right. All right. Check this out. I don't know about what's going on with the, the solar eclipses there. Um, if you see it in the northern hemisphere, I don't know how much of that you're going to see in the southern hemisphere. Um, even though we're not in the sun, southern hemisphere, we're fairly close to the equator. Um, I, I don't know how much of that is going to pass through, so I'd have to look it up. But if you want to do a moonlight flight, plan your trip around a full moon. Uh. We can do moonlight flights over there? Well, like I said, Reuben's allowed to do things that other pilots are not allowed to do. So that's why Reuben is the good hiccup. Oh, my gosh. How many yeah. people out there wanted to fly at night, wants to fly, uh, you know, I know so many people. I mean, I'm one of them. I would love to be able to do something like that. <laughs> so maybe we need to to put together a big uh, group that goes over there for a big full moon midnight flight type of thing. That would be incredible. Yeah. Well, so imagine this. Imagine this. The beach, full moon moonlight flight with a lighted propeller, because that's what I did my last trip. We both had lighted propellers. Very easy to see each other. And um, yeah, the moonlight flights are amazing. Oh, that sounds awesome. I, I'm, I'm drooling right now because <laughs> that sounds so amazing. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Um, so during the summer, I can just uh, whip out uh, 30 bucks for a, for a round trip flight, go over there. I'm thinking that, you know, what, 12 bucks a day is what we need to do for meals. Make sure I bring my wing and may, uh, maybe a pair of underwear. I can find everything else over there that I want, right? I mean, it's going to be really cheap. What do you think it would cost for, like, maybe a whole month of just going over there, spending my spending a, a vacation at this amazing destination? What do you think it would cost about if i wanted to go crazy and have so much fun thousand bucks well, maybe? if you don't want to bring a suitcase if you don't want to bring a suitcase let me know i'll hire a concierge for you that concierge will buy all of the things for you so they'll buy your toiletries and your clothing and all that thing for you so you don't have to go shopping 
Plus, they'll get it at a cheaper rate than you because you're white. Unfortunately, you're going to get charged more. So it's better to have somebody else buy that stuff for you because they won't get the gringo prices, right? Um, so if you give them, you know, a couple hundred dollars to buy your clothes and then give them another hundred dollars for their service, um, you're probably good there. 300 bucks to make sure you don't have to, you know, carry a bag. As far as your food goes, um, I would, I would, I would say $20 a day. Right. And the reason is, is because at night you're probably going to want to drink a few beers or whatever, you know, that, you know, you're, you're probably going to want to enjoy yourself while you're there. Right. Um, as far as your, as far as your motor goes, you're going to have to rent the motor. Right. And the motor is going to be rented at a hundred dollars a day. So kind of figure in, you know, your motor rental, unless you want to bring your motor with you, you know, and then your, then your flights. So does the hundred dollars a day include gas? Yes. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to burn out at least a hundred dollars worth of gas. <laughs> yeah, so you get the motor. So how, how much flying time, you know, I mean, is it yours to do as much flying as you want or so it depends on where you're flying, right? So if you want to do coastal flying, then yeah, you can fly all day because you're on the coast. Uh, if you're not doing coastal flying and you're doing inland flying, well, you're kind of evening morning, you know, uh, as far as motors go, as far as paragliding goes to do whatever you want with the whole day. Yeah. So you're going to get more bang from your buck uh, along the coast. Um, and those coastal flights are amazing. So, um, for instance, I took a coastal flight from uh, Barranquilla to Cartagena. It's um, 125 kilometers. So I don't know, what's that? 70, 80 miles, something like that. Uh, it was probably a two and a half hour flight or so. Um, but you're kind of worn out afterwards. You, you want to take a break, rest, drink, you know, uh, get, you know, get some Gatorade in you, rehydrate. And then if you want to do more of the coast or whatever, it kind of like will depend upon you, right? So it, it depends on your wing as well. You know, do you have, you know, uh, tip toggles to where you can just kind of, you know, trim out and steer with your fingers or are you hanging on the brakes the entire time type of thing, you know? So, uh, you know, if you're flying coast, you can fly all day, but you're going to be, you're going to get tired. So, you know, if you want to go inland, um, there's some beautiful, beautiful landscapes, especially in Antioquia, that you can just fly and just, I mean, you're, it's just eye candy the entire time, but it's inland flying. So it's, again, it's going to be morning and evening flights if you're doing motor. Uh, as far as if you're, if you're wanting to do free flight, now you're kind of limited to um, mid-morning to mid-afternoon is where your flight, your flight times are because you need the thermals, so. And if we ever did any free flying, we can actually learn how to free fly over there. Is that correct, Chris? You can, yes. There's a cost to that, though, because you're having to pay your instructor. Do you know what that is offhand about? I don't. I don't. Um, and I'd imagine that uh, just the instructors I know down there, I'd imagine that they'd watch you for a good five or six days. Um, because they're all going to force you to go down bunny hills and do that kind of thing. It's not a, uh, it's not a two day learning process. Okay. That sounds like something that would be really fun too. 
Um, how, uh, the only thing I don't know is the uh, hotel or room cost. What, what is that usually about? Uh, it depends on the time of year. So the time of year and the location you're in uh, differs greatly. Um, I have a house in Medellin that I rent out and I rent that out for $300 a month. Um, and that is a three bedroom, two bath, uh, full house. And that's, uh, if you wanted to do free flight, Medellin is kind of a Mecca for free flight. Um, but it's not the greatest place to do motor. Um, if you're looking at Airbnbs along the coast, they can be anywhere from $30 a night to $300 a night, depending on what your taste in hotels are and what time of year. If you're going December, January, those prices are going to be high. They're going to be, you know, hundred or more dollars a night. If you're going in the summertime, then they're going to be closer to the $40 a night. So it sounds like summertime is the way to go. What is the uh, temperature usually yeah. uh, summertime? Is it really just, uh, just incredibly hot or is it just temper or, or, How's the um, weather during the summertime? Yeah, you got to remember you're on the equator, so you don't have a a weather change very much between winter and summer. Um, The weather is pretty much the same. You do have a rainy season in the mountain areas, and that rainy season is uh, December to probably early March. On the coast, though, um, you're good year-round. You're going to be in in the 80s year-round. There is, if you look at a map, bring up a map of Colombia real quick and put that on the screen because I'm going to show you one place that you can fly only in October and November, but it's worth it just to come in October and November to fly this place. Okay. Um, can somebody bring up a, a map? Hey, Scooby Steve made it. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, bud. We also have some questions in the super chat that we will be asking in just a moment. So if you guys asked a question, we're going to be uh, asking that to, uh, for Chris here in just a moment. All right. We are now looking for Columbia. It's, it's two O's. It's no, no, wrong Columbia. It's C-O-L-O. You're, you're going to the northeast of, yeah, that's the wrong Columbia. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay, so for those of you that are listening to this after the live show, we're actually looking on Google Maps and we're going to Columbia to look at the the region. All right, see, do you see the horn of Columbia up by Aruba? So head north. Yep, Aruba. Yeah. Keep going to the right. Yeah. Now, not not Aruba is in Venezuela. Go to the left, and you see that horn right there, right there. Uh-huh. Zoom in on that horn. If you guys are listening to this, you All might right, want to go the, over to the to our lives or to our uh, our video and watch this when you get the chance. Zoom in on any place in here. Will you're on mute if you're trying to say something. Yeah, and kind of go towards the coast. Which would so be... So head north. Yeah, head north towards the coast. All right, this is nothing but hundreds of miles of nothing but absolute desert. Very, very few people live here. 
but it's sand dunes and just like crystal blue water and just an amazing, amazing landscape. It's like visiting Mars. Um, and this location, you can fly, but you can only fly it in October and November. And the reason is, is because that's the only time the winds are, are, are light enough to be able to fly this area because it gets a lot of winds off the Atlantic Ocean. But in October and November, this place is a mecca to fly. Wow. And that looks like real shallow water around it I don't yeah know. zoom in there because there's some lakes in there there's some rivers in there but it's nothing but absolute desert wow yeah yeah so colombia is kind of a unique country in which is it has um it has all the landscapes that you can imagine it has desert it has mountains it has forests it has jungles it has plains it has everything but this location here i have yet to fly but everybody who's flown it has told me you got to go in october and november and fly this because it's a life changer so yeah, look, look at the sharp contrast there i mean it's immediate it's like desert and then boom yeah like trees yeah like uh that's that's really cool yeah so how now head wet head west if you would till we start getting to the coast further west yeah, you might want to zoom out because you got to go. You got to go a good hundred miles to the west. Uh, the the other west. <laughs> oh, yeah, the other west. I'm going. I was going to say yeah. he's going east. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And then uh, start once you hit the the ocean there, just start heading south and southwest until you get to a city called Santa Marta. And you might want to zoom out more just so you can kind of see it. Because that that area, that that horn is a huge, huge desert area. There's Santa Marta. Okay, it's on your left there. Yep. So do you see all these coves in the northern part of Santa Marta? Yeah. 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 So flying in there is absolutely gorgeous because it's a bunch of coves and you can go over those hills and then into another cove and over the hills and into another cove. When I say hills, they're, they're technically mountains because they're pretty high. But each one of those coves is one of those places where you would take a picture because it's just white sand and crystal blue waters and that kind of thing. A lot of these beaches are not even visited. So if you landed there on the beach, you'd be the only person there. Wow. So you could, well, now of course that's, that doesn't look like a beach there. Well, but. not, not there, but you'd have to go into those coves to find those beaches. Yeah. Don't land out there. I don't think that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. And then once you get into the city, you want to stay away from the city here. Like right there, you're looking at a pretty populous area. So we wouldn't fly around that, that area over there. And if you head southeast from where you're at, you will see the lar largest mountain in, by the way, in Santa Marta, we can land at one of those beaches, grab some hiking boots, hike up into the mountains because there's a lost city up there that's not excavated yet. But it's like, you know, it's kind of like the Mayan. I don't know if it's Mayan or Aztec. It's one of those uh, jungle settlements, cities that uh, still the archaeological sites are not quite done yet. So they're half covered, half uncovered kind of thing. It's kind of cool. 
This whole thing is absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's quite uh, it's quite quite the thing. Now, Colombia has a a bit of a bad reputation because of the last twenty years. But ten years ago, you know, the government's kicked out all, all the cartels. There's still a little bit of that going on, but you'll never see it. Um, it's uh, it's very safe. I've never felt unsafe while I was there, and I've been into pretty sketchy neighborhoods too. So, Tony was asking when you do excursions like this, do you take a ground crew along? Yeah, of course. We have a van that follows uh, with all the with all the gear, extra paramotor tools, all that stuff. Of course, and gas just in case you need to land out somewhere and everybody has a radio good which one of these mountains was the tallest you were going to point that out yeah if you zoom out sometimes you can see the snow on the top of it i think it's called right Paso de mongo it's somewhere right in there yeah maybe it's there yeah there we go really do have a wide variety of scenery i mean dang. oh yeah huh very nice yeah so you can see those two cities bancaria and cartagena my my last long flight there was between those two cities so i started at bancaria and i landed in cartagena beautiful beautiful flight just following the coast the whole way Wow. If uh, time was no object for people over here wanting to go over and hang out with you and do some amazing stuff, would you recommend two weeks or a month or what would you recommend? If time was no object, I would say three weeks. Yeah, three weeks and you're going to you're going to you're going to be free flight. You're going to be doing motoring. You're just going to be, you know, hanging out. Yeah. And, and we'll be hitting several cities there. That is absolutely incredible. Uh, how, how much flight time would someone have before you would uh, recommend them coming down to do some of those? You, you cannot come down unless you have at least 100, 150 hours under your belt. Yeah, that, because this is, a, this is not a, this is not a, you have to understand you're, you're in a, pretty much a third world country so if you land out you better know you i mean you better know basic rules about landing out uh, if you have a motor out like how much altitude do i need to keep in order to find a spot to land and you're playing that game where's my spot to land because sometimes you're heading over the ocean or you're heading over the jungle or you're heading over whatever you know this is not a <laughs> this is not a let's learn how to fly type of trip but you could go down for training, right? It sounds like, like to learn. Yeah, how absolutely. To... If you don't, if you don't know how to either motor or paraglide, there's a there's an awesome set of instructors down there. In fact, I could even bring instructors from the states down there if you wanted to learn down there. The advantage of learning down there versus in the states is you're going to have good weather every single day. You're going to have flight time every single day. That's no small thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had a couple questions in the chat. Okay. Uh, uh, one was, uh, I'm just going to go backwards, but what, what's the concealed carry laws in Colombia? I guess I don't know what the, 
I don't know what the concealed carry laws are. Uh, I don't carry a gun while I'm there. I've never needed to carry a gun. I've never seen the need for anybody to carry a gun. Um, uh, Like I said, it has a bad reputation, but once you're down there, you'll understand it's probably more safe than a lot of cities here in the United States. I would carry a gun if I lived in Chicago, but I I wouldn't carry a gun in Medellin, right? Uh, You can carry a gun down there. it's, I don't know what it, if it's concealed carry or open carry. I, I haven't looked into laws that much. Uh, there is a permit required to do it, but it's not something you see. Nobody carries guns down there. It's not a, it's not a thing. It's not your, your crime is pretty much uh, pickpocketing type of stuff. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not, uh, it's not Venezuela. I gotcha. And then Tony Marzano was asking, did you fly PPG? or free flight first? Depends on what you want to do and it depends on what time of year you're coming down. Well, no, you personally, did you start? Uh, I, so I, I originally went down there to do free flight because free flight is so popular there. Um, there's literally LZs in every city and there's probably five or six LZs in every city. Uh, they're just because it's so mountainous. Do we lose his um, his audio it. or is it just me? Well, he's on one. Yeah, we lost it. Chris, go ahead and co- say something again. Okay. Does it yeah, work we, now? We got you. Yeah, we got you. Okay. Sorry. Um, I went down there originally for free flight is why I went down there because it's a mecca for free flight. You know, there's, it's just such a mountainous area that you can free fly from anywhere. So that's why I originally went down there. Um, paramotoring is not very popular there at all. In fact, very, very few people have ever even heard of a paramotor. So when you land, by the way, all the village kids are going to run up to you and say like, oh, what's that? And blah, blah, blah. It's kind of cool. <laughs> so do a lot of people speak English over there or we're going to have to learn no. another language? No. Uh, and I don't speak Spanish. Um, I, I use Google Translate. That's that's how I communicate. My my tra- my Spanish is probably what a two year old is is talking. So, yeah, no, very very few people speak English, but it's not an issue as long as you got a phone because uh, you can just use Google Translate. Um, since you said phone, what kind of signal do they have? Is there pretty good coverage as far as um, cell phones? Yeah, um, pretty much everybody uses WhatsApp um, because uh, understand it's a poor country and a lot of people can't afford data. So uh, WhatsApp is key for communicating as far as texting back and forth. Uh, if you're going to text, it's WhatsApp. If you're going to call, um, your cell phone coverage is pretty darn good. Um, I would say it's probably what Colorado is, right? So Colorado has pretty good coverage, but if you're like way out in the boonies, it's not so great. Okay. Chris, that um, that microphone you did in one of your videos, do you still think that that's the best one to use for audio on a paramotor? Absolutely, 100%. Okay. Can you tell us about that real quick? Because I don't remember hearing about that. Yeah, it's a video I did. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember when I did it, but it's the About SMH. Nine months ago. Yeah, it's SMH10 from Sena, S-E-N-A. Um, you can either buy the SMH10 
I don't know if they make the SMH10 anymore. Um, or you can buy the replacement kit and in the replacement kit has that microphone. Okay, excellent. It's $30, by the way, so it's not going to break the bank. How was your experience with your motor out that you had down there in Columbia? So that was probably three trips ago uh, when I was uh, flying up in Guatape. Yeah, that was a huge lesson learned. Um, <laughs> I was flying somebody else's motor on an engine that I'd never flown before as well. And uh, I, it just came back from the coast and I took it up into the mountains to fly around and the carburetor kind of wasn't adjusted and had a motor out over a lake, but uh, it, it turned out well. That's good. Um, can you tell us really quick about the paramotors that you've flown over there as far as the renting ones? Uh, what kind of frames, what kind of motors, you know, that are they brand new? Are they really used? Nope. So they're all going to be Vitarazzi 185s. They're either going to be a Parajet or an Evo Rebel, one of the two. Oh, okay. Excellent. Um, I think there's more questions. I think Mad Sloper said, what is the typical 10-day PG tour cost? Yeah, so so that the tour itself is two grand, and I think it's a seven-day tour. And then, then on top of that is lodging and food. However, I think Ruben's putting together uh, a, an entire package to where it's three grand, includes lodging, food, transportation, everything. So I'll have to talk to Ruben. I don't know. Once I know these details, I'll probably throw it out on uh, either YouTube or, or Paraswag or something. So right now, if you just want to do a tour with me, just do a tour with me. You know. But if you have a group of people, you know, five or six that all want to come down, uh, it's something that we'd probably have to go through Ruben with. So, okay. How many people are usually in a, uh, in a tour? Is it like just a couple of people or, um, no, right we... now, Ruben, right now, Ruben's doing a tour of five and it's a coastal tour and it's all the way from the border of Panama. And I think it goes all the way up to Cove, Covenus. Uh, if you look on the map, Covenus is uh, not quite as far as Cartagena, and I think it's around that area. It's mostly island hopping type of tour. And I think he's got five people going on that one. Is that like every month that we got a tour going, or is it every two weeks, or how does that work? I don't know. I'd have to check. Okay. So I haven't, I haven't done an official release of the tours that i'm going to be doing right now it's just when people hit me up i'm just like okay come down here let's do it type of thing so um once i get something official then we'll then i'll let you know sean okay excellent excellent Thank yeah, a little bit a some... little bit of logistics a little bit of logistics that i have to play around with but right now it's people that just mostly it's people coming down and saying hey i want to paraglide so okay yeah I think we got a bunch of questions. So Will Fly and James um, been posting the uh, the questions over here in the Zoom. Uh, James, what's one of the questions, buddy, that you posted? And you're on mute. Some, some of these has already been covered when he was talking, but uh, I can start here with Kramer. Kramer asked, how much does the PG school cost? And do you have to bring your own wing for PG? So if you want to learn free flight, um, 
it depends on who you're learning it from, um, but I would give you a list of instructors to choose from. I think they charge between one and $2,000, uh, and that will get you your PG-3, at, at least your PG-2 and maybe your PG-3. Um, I, I, would, I would refer them directly over to an instructor because it would be up to them. Ruben's now retired from, from doing PG lessons, um, but there's, a, there's hundreds of great instructors over there. So um, if they shoot me an email, just, just tell them to hit me up with a, an email at chris at mydogischoking.com and I'll forward the email directly over to some instructors that they can talk to directly. Okay. And real quick, everybody, uh, we got 30 people watching and 17 likes. If you like what you're hearing, please give us some thumbs up. That really helps. Uh, Will Fly, uh, any other questions that we may have missed in the Super Chat? One, one that I just saw from James, he wants to know if the Colombian Revolutionary Army is a thing over there. Something to worry about. No, actually, um, unless you go looking for trouble, you're certainly not going to find it. Um, you would have to actively go out and look for that army. Uh, I was coming back on a trip from the coast once and they had closed the road. So the police had actually set up a detour and we went through another road and we didn't even see them. Mostly it's mostly it's protesting water at this point. Uh, there was a water protest um, because a village didn't have water, so they closed the road uh, just so they could get the mayor involved. And the army got involved at that point um, to be able to get them water. But you would have to. Uh, yeah, I mean, Tiffany goes out by herself alone in Colombia. So it's not like, you know, it's it's what you think of it is not really what it is. I can see how that, that could be important and, and really emphasizes yeah. the importance of knowing where to fly and where not to fly because, I mean, yeah. you could be seen as a threat, like a scout, possibly for, you know, from the ground. No, no, it's not like that. It's really not like that um, because you're a tourist. So you're going to be you're going to be treated like a tourist. It's not like nobody's going to think of you as a threat. Like I said, you would have to actively go look for trouble to find it. You're not going to you're not going to run across anything. OK, I'm on a motorcycle in the middle of the night, lost in the middle of Colombia, and I'm on dirt roads for 50 kilometers, having no clue where I am. My phone's out, so I don't have a map. I can't call anybody. And I'm I'm by myself on a motorcycle in the middle of the night going through roads that I have no clue. Right. Dirt roads. I didn't run into any trouble. And I stopped here and there just to ask people, hey, where, you know, how do I get somewhere or some, something? They'd give me directions that wouldn't make any sense to me because there was too many turns in the dirt roads and too many offshoots. But yeah, it's it's not like what you think it is. Now, their main language here, is that is that a form of Spanish? Well, it's not a form of Spanish. It is definitely Spanish. Well, I, I know, like I said, there's several different Spanish speaking that's still different. <clears throat> yeah. So what's different between the, yeah, the, what's different between the way the, the Spanish is spoken there and the way the Spanish is spoken in Mexico has to do with the two L's together. So if two L's are together um, in Mexico, you would say, yeah, the yeah sound there. If two L's together, you say the J sound or the G sound. So it's J. 
the Ys are different as well. I think one is a J and one is a H or something like that, but it's, it's pretty much the same. So if you know Spanish, you could probably be able to understand what's going on, even though there's a different dialect. Yeah. So if you know Spanish, you're like worlds ahead of me because I don't speak Spanish and I've been able to go down there by myself, you know, for months on end. I found a house. I, you know, I got a house. I got a motorcycle. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm surviving down there and I still don't even speak Spanish. So Google Translate on the phone is, is a huge help. Hmm. Okay. I'm looking at Linda and she does not have glasses. That is her cue that she wants us to do a thumbnail. Yeah. Well, we do have one important question that, that we overlooked. So yes. I never trust the skinny chef Shane wants to know <laughs> if there's a certain type of sock you must wear, like SpongeBob socks, etc. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do not wear white socks. I don't care if you're ever flying with me, white socks must go. They must be <laughs> something else. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's the wrong gang color, guys. Don't wear white socks. What about what, uh, black? Are black okay? No, no. Make them funny or, or, or don't fly. It's the most important thing about flying is your socks. Come on, everybody knows this. And, and real quick, for, for people that don't know you or don't watch your videos and don't understand the sock thing, can you give us a little bit of uh, background on that? Yeah, I, I, I don't exactly remember how it started, but Tiffany had given me a pair of socks or had a pair of goofy socks once. And I needed a, I didn't have any socks, so I put hers on and I happened to have been flying that day. And, you know, when you're flying, you take a picture, right? And what are you taking a picture of? But what you see and half of what you see is your legs and I'm wearing goofy socks. And uh, I posted it on Instagram or something. I don't remember, but, um, and then it was just a thing like, Hey, you know what? This is actually kind of cool. And so now every time I fly, I have to have a new pair of socks and it has to be totally different than any other socks I've flown with. It has to be goofy. And then I just put them on Instagram, uh, on the chain. Uh, my handle is my dog is choking. So, you know, it's, it's nothing but pictures of funny socks. I would That's not so want to cool. be your concierge dude. <laughs> yeah. no, not those socks. that's so cool so you only you only wear them once huh yeah and i have boxes of socks that i've only worn once yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something that uh, is pretty cool i mean that's pretty unique i mean that's unique for chris and my dog's joking you see his instagram or videos and he never wears the same socks we're, we're going to get you a bumper sticker, sock it to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I made it funny. That's, oh, thanks. That's I, I'm, sure Shane, I'm sure Shane impressed with that one. <laughs> Brian, I sent you a message. You might want to look at it. Just, oh, goodness. All right. <clears throat> so okay. I think Will is going to be taking a picture for us, a thumbnail. So thumbs or funny stuff or whatever you want to do this is our thumbnail all right you ready one not that nope oh it's ready what the hell <laughs> i'm running out of mouse pad 
There we go. All right. So one, two, three. We got it. <laughs> Don't try that at home. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Al. Just Sean, man, that's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. I tell you. Wow, it's after eight o'clock already. So it sounds like Linda has something to say as far as saying hi to everybody. Will's going to be putting up the spinny wheel of Winnie things. We got some Paraswag USA stickers we're going to give away, some Run to the Sky stickers, USPPA stickers, and maybe even a paraglidingtalk.com sticker. So, Linda, take it away. Look at the chatters. Thank you, chatters, for joining us tonight. This I is like so, them. so fun. All right, we're going to start with Kramer. She's at the top of the list today. Tony Marzano, Mr. Vegas, the beautiful Angela Preslake, Jeremy, what's up, Michigander? Next, Batman, Shane's Planet Shane, Daniel Roche in the house, Gary Simons, PPG, the other Nick, John Wayne, Bonnie France, Shane Wyman, Flying Flamingo, Jade, my beauty. Don Beville, Michael Jasper, Jason Tyler, Matt Slofer, Deweese Milstead. I love you, Weezy. Daryl Mitchell, Richard Mune, Skinny Chef Shaney, and uh, Monster, Monster Man. That's cool. James Palmerzano and John Allen Martin in the house tonight. Good luck, everybody. Good, Good luck. We got one more. Uh-oh, somebody else slid in here. That's also who who's Kangook America. What's Yay! up, Brian? Good Woo-hoo! job. I'm glad you made it, buddy. Let's see. Also, one more. Okay. I don't know who this Keep guy is. Rolling. They're rolling in the door. David Wolfie. There. David Wolfie in the house. What? That's Woo-hoo! awesome. I can't believe that we got a celebrity in here. Welcome, yeah, David. I know. Gosh, so exciting. Well, you know also, too, that we have that somebody really awesome that has a birthday actually sent me some Will Fly stickers to give away. Yes, sir. I got them today. Just moments before the show started. So I can actually give away a Will Fly sticker also. Man, this is going to be great tonight. (laughs) Now, by the minute. Now, because uh, ClearProp TV has been slid into the nonprofit arena, uh, it is now underneath um, Run Into the Sky, the nonprofit organization. Uh, one of the things that we're doing, if you win, just send yourself or, or send us a, stealth, a self-addressed stamped envelope to the address below in the description. It's Run Into the Sky, 3820 Dave Ward Drive, Suite 1900, number 111 in Conway, Arkansas, 72034. And we will send you out all these amazing stickers. If you want to help us out with donations, this is a 501c3. So anything that you do send us is tax deductible. All right, ready to do some shuffle, shuffle, shuffle? All right, let's do this. Mike Thompson just joined us. Mike, welcome. You know, it's always these people that come in last that seem to win. I know, huh? Yeah, yeah I noticed like, that too. Yeah, Cowboy Bonnie, in the house? What's Bonnie up, Cowboy? Franz is in here too, so, you know, it's always rigged for Bonnie. I don't know why. Yeah. Wait, is Scuba on the panel? Yeah. Scuba is on the panel. 
Oh man, I can't put you on the wheel, dude. It's okay. It's okay. All right. I, I was trying to find your stickers on the interstate, man. You need to get out there and put some up. <laughs> yeah. Here we if, go. If, how about this? Is, is Scuba still on the uh, on the list on the wheel? No. Okay. All right. Oh, Dairy see. Queen Shane. Okay, I didn't check Dairy Queens. <laughs> I'm going to say Shane Wyman. I'm going to go with the last person on the list. I'm going to have to say Kramer because she's been the luckiest one I know of. She's Man, everyone's lucky. Matter of fact, if yeah. it's Daniel Roosh, he's Daniel is the only one so far that sent us a self-addressed stamped envelope to get a uh, um, a um, what am I thinking of? What's that word? It's getting it's going. Self-addressed stamped envelope. Oh, raffle, raffle. Now, how did those guys end up together? Be Angela. That's not right. Angela. <laughs> Man, see, it is it is rigged. It is, it is, absolutely. Congratulations! Oh, 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 oh! Oh, oh that might be Angela Preslick. Congratulations, Angela Preslick. Excellent. So right. you guys know all you got to do is send yourself or send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, uh, donations if you would. Uh, like I said, it's, it is a five hundred one c three and uh it's all tax deductible we are sending out whatever we have here as far as stickers and uh whatever we can stuff in that envelope so if you send us a box that's self-addressed and stamped we'll send you a box load of stuff also so congratulations angela we appreciate it uh, we also have that uh raffle going too so any self-addressed stamp envelope also will get a raffle ticket for a brand new reserve donated donated from paramotor arkansas flight school you can find paramotor arkansas flight school over at paramotorarkansas.com ready to shuffle 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 and spin again yeah, i got a question for you yes can I, can I purchase like extra raffle tickets um or can you you just what's the deal with that if you what whatever well what did we say last time every five dollars is a raffle ticket yep is that what we said will i think so all right so every five dollars you donate you get another raffle ticket oh cool okay cool all right let's go ahead and spin for all right so angela we'll just send you more stickers since obviously you just we'll have to send you a box of stickers because she yeah. just winging winning that's a cool looking wheel tonight. I like that. Is really cool. I like that doggy on there. Looks like that sticker's pretty bad, she says. So, this <laughs> is just an image I found on the internet. I don't know its significance. That's cool. Know. Looks like that dog is spinning and choking. Yeah. <laughs> My dog is spinning. My dog is choking. Let's say Shane's planet chain. Let's see if he gets it. Mm, I'll say Jason Tyler. Okay. I'll throw Tony out there. Probably a mad sloper. You greased the wheel. Good job. Oh, and mad sloper is going to go right through. Kangook America. Oh, no. This one's going to be close. Oh, no. It's going to make it to Shane. Shane Wyman. Yeah, just past Kangook America. Yes. Shane Wyman. Ooh, well, I guessed him. Remember, I, I guess is, is that what they say in Columbia? What's that? Better late than never. Yay, Shane. 
Congratulations. Congratulations. Chicklet, chicklet, chicklet. <laughs> All right. Mr. Um, Gander's rock tonight. Let's go ahead and spin it again because we got to give away some of these Will Fly PPG stickers out too. Fun. Right. My, my question is, are they oh, going to cool. smell like uh, birthday cake? <laughs> yeah. No maple syrup. Wow. I want on the wheel. Hey, here we, we go. A, we just got a message from Chris. Chris is. As this is spinning around and round and round, tell us what you just posted in our uh, private uh, Zoom chat. So if you go to Pure Swag USA, in the accessories place, you'll find these three color strobes. These, and if you put three of them together, then you have a white, uh, green, and a red. So for your wingtips or your helmet or whatever. So I'll give away three of those. They're three colored strobes, right? So I don't know if you want to give them away as one package so somebody gets three of them, or if you want to give them away as one for each. I don't care, but uh, three of those. Nice. All right, that's awesome. Can we can we give away one of those tonight and then another one next Monday and another one the following Monday? Be Tony. Or should we no, do it all tonight? tonight? Yeah, just give away tonight. Okay, all right. So we're going to do it. Tony, friends. <laughs> you got a red one and a green one and a white one that kind of needs to go to one person so they can decorate their whole setup i would one think in each wing yeah, Are they, one, can you change the color on each yeah one? you can change the color each strobe can do one of three colors uh oh. white green or red okay so you're saying you're giving away three strobes or three three packs of strobes no three strobes each strobe is three color that's why it's kind of confusing three three color strobes three okay. individual strobes so if you're going to put all okay. three of them together it would make the set of the three colors right that's what i was yeah. saying yeah so why, why don't you just give it away as a set why don't you just okay. give it away as, as okay if you win it you get three strobes and then just hit me up uh and email who wins and i'll just send them out to them okay um and, and also too we got ryan rides he also has some vinyl uh, decals will what the hell <laughs> <laughs> like, hey will i got an idea uh, go, ahead, go ahead and put will fly on there go ahead and put no, your name on there okay okay but i mean i'm not really gonna win exactly. and 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 if you win you get to pick who you who uh wins it Man, lots I need, of I need a new set of How do I get on that list? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We also shuffle, have shuffle. some uh, some Ryan rides. Uh, he made some vinyl decals also uh, for Clear Prop TV. So we'll also be able to give those away. Like I said, everything that uh, we're giving away, minus the strobes, now you can always get by uh, sending a self-addressed stamped envelope to run into the sky a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to help disabled veterans, disabled people get not only training, but also gear after training. And if you need adaptive gear, we also have people that can create a paramotor to compensate for whatever is going on. If you're missing a hand, guess what? You can do foot steering. Yeah. So it's absolutely amazing. Chris, different fabric didn't you say covered. now if people want to buy these strobes, is it is it paraswagusa.com? 
Yeah, it's paraswagusa.com. Okay, just checking. So if you don't win the strobes tonight, go to paraswagusa.com and you can buy yourself a set there. Excellent. Yeah, I think the sets are like, I think they're only like 40 bucks for a set of three, so. Oh, wow, that's really reasonable. That's, that's really very good. reasonable. Yeah, and I saw those, uh, I can't remember. I think the Dro, the... Is his YouTube name is the Dro. He has a set of those, and they're they're pretty darn bright. I like I like them. Excellent. Yeah. All right, guys. This is for a ParaswagUSA.com three color strobes. Chris is going to be giving this away. So pray to whomever you want to pray to to win this. <laughs> I'm going to land on wheel fly. I'm going to laugh my ass off. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah. And then Will gets to choose who it goes to. So that's going to be really interesting. So I can choose Will Fly. Exactly. <laughs> you can choose. And we'll see how rigged it really is. <laughs> All right. Round and round and round she right. goes. Tonight we've David had Chris Will. Wheeler from MyDogIsChoking.com. He's been telling us about some amazing stuff over in uh, Columbia. If you want to go check that out, make sure you go to mydogisjoking.com and uh, hit him up for an amazing adventure over in Columbia. <clears throat> All right. Who is it going to be? Monty Franz? John Wayne? David Wolf? Flying Flamingo Jade? Jason Tyler is going to be one of those. Getting really close. David Wolf. David Wolf. Oh, it's either Wolf or Flamingo. David Wolf. It's close. Oh, no. Flamingo. Oh, Jade. Jade. Are you here? Yay. <laughs> and that's all three, right? All the whole set. Cool. Yep. Congratulations, my Congratulations. No, it's not rigged at all. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is cool. Will Fly, as you can see, um, is the Spinny Will. Spinny Will, W-I-L-L. -L. And he has definitely helped oh, us out God. a lot. He is the one that's been <laughs> going around and getting all of your names and putting them in the Spinny Will. So please make sure you go over to willflyppg.com and subscribe to his youtube channel if you have not done so already hit that bell notification because man he does so much over here i think that that's the right thing to do very cool thank you very much my spinny will fly that man love doing spinny winnie king excellent <laughs> job now chris it is almost 8 30 we've been talking and spinning wheels uh, how much longer do we have you for? A couple more minutes, and we need to say goodbye, yeah. or what? No, I'm good. He's good for another five hours. Excellent. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, let's go uh, real quick. Do we have any more questions in the super chat or anything that we may have missed? And then if not, let's go ahead and see if there's any questions on the panel that we may want to talk with Chris about. Okay. I would like to know about the prop and how it's coming along. There we go. Good. Oh, God. So this has been a labor of love, I tell you. Um, 
financially, uh, this was the worst business decision on the planet. I'll tell you that right now. Um, it's coming along well, though. Uh, supply chain issues have been a problem because there's a very, very specific LED that we have to use. Um, and the reason we have to use this is because we're running it on 5 volts and not 12. And to get the, the amount of light and that kind of thing, runtime. Um, and they only come from one supplier and getting them from that one supplier has been uh, difficult at best. But we just got another shipment of them in today. Uh, we have full production down in Colombia. So there's um, three guys that work uh, full time uh, making those things and testing them. And the testing has been very rigorous uh, because these are propeller. Um, and you can imagine what would happen if an LED flew out of a propeller and into a wing or, you know, it delaminates or something like that. So we've really gone through the extra mile on, on making sure that they're tested where they need to be. We dump them in salt water. We dump them in gasoline. We do all kinds of things to these things and then spin them up uh, just to make sure that our coating doesn't delaminate. And um, there's very special chemical process that we have to use just to keep them in there. So, but they're doing well. Uh, all of that just to say that we've kind of crossed all of the hurdles. And so now we're in full production. So we should see our first shipment of those coming in this summer um, from Columbia back um, along with the controllers. We actually have a good set of controllers already made. The, con the controllers come from the United States. The propellers come from Germany and then they're shipped into Columbia. And then they're manufactured in Columbia and then they come back to the U.S. Um, so, but yeah, hopefully the summer we'll actually uh, get those out. There's a few people that have already pre-purchased those that we've already sent them out to. We just haven't put them on the website because we can't, there's no way we would keep up to up demand if we were actually releasing them out to anybody and everybody. But hopefully this summer we will be able to do that. Okay, very interesting. Um, what do they retail now or are they um, cheaper than retail because they're not on your website yet? I can't give you a price of those yet, but they're they're pricey. Yeah. All right. Now that's only just for Is the... it gonna be specific size props? Or are you gonna go up to a 140 prop or are they or just so we've had requests for 140s, um, but I won't do 140s now until we're fully done getting everybody out with 125s and 130s. So right now we have more 130s than we do 125s. Um but 140s are still kind of a novelty. Uh, very few people are running 140s as far as population-wise that fly these. Um, you know, I know that um, uh, Tucker had put out, uh, uh, or he's flying 140s now, so 140s are becoming more popular. But they're certainly not a, the bulk of the market. The bulk of the market is still 125s, 130s. So. We have to create a new jig for 140s. I don't mind doing the 140s, but um, until we get, you know, more than a few people that want them, I'm, I'm not going to run a production run of 140s because just getting that jig is too expensive. Do you have any videos that I can pull up to show some the show what they do? Yeah. yeah. Monster Man wants to know what they do. It's, it's pretty much a light show on your prop. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, go to go to my Instagram page. I think uh, I have one of Ruben that I took uh, flying off of the beach there uh, a couple weeks ago. So he's got he's got a lot of problems. 
same uh, my dog is choking yeah on instagram it's going to be my dog is choking all one word i got you have you gotten the controller set up now to be able to do logos so that controller itself the chip that would go in a controller in order to do logos is more than a thousand dollars just for the chip oh wow uh yeah so it's not something here's the problem you can easily do a fan and put a logo or you can do you know something that has a constant speed and do a logo but as soon as you start going into variable speeds that's where the that's where you've got to start you know getting into different controllers so we've looked at a lot of controllers that do logos or 3d images or play a movie and all that stuff but it's right now it's cost prohibitive so now I see what y'all mean about the socks. Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scroll up to the top there. It's It was a pretty recent video that I did with uh, the lighted props. On Instagram? Goodness. Yeah. I'm yeah, never wearing like that uh, it, Shane. Again. Never extinguished a fire. Yeah, because you can see a little bit of light on that prop right there. That yeah, is. that's... Yeah, that's the one. Play that video and you'll see. So for the people that are listening to this podcast, uh, Chris, can you tell us what we're watching right now? Uh, so we were in a place called uh, Paso Nuevo. We were doing some um, testing of the props down there. We were also doing some coastal flights. Uh, this turned into a moonlight flight because it was a full moon, but you can see that the winds were pretty heavy uh, that night. We had a storm coming in, so we were launching probably 25 miles an hour, gusting 35. It was it was a tough launch, uh, and this was basically Ruben just just uh, checking the air. I see the wind blowing on the treetops there. It looks really rough. Yeah, my dog says that was rough. <laughs> your dog was choking <laughs> then the video is not going to do it justice guys because of the frame rates yeah you know if you were watching it in real life it would look like smooth <laughs> it do look phenomenal yeah uh, i've seen that lit up before and that is phenomenal look at that thing so that pro so the lights that you have on there, you're saying that it adjusts to the speed that you're going. So it's not, you know, I, I know what you're talking about with the if it does if it has a variable speed, it would be hard to make the whatever pattern you have showing. So you got it set up so the chip that's in there actually works with the variation in speed. No, the, that chip doesn't. That chip that we have in there is um, basically uh, a standard a standard uh, according to what you're using it, it connects bluetooth with your phone oh, and okay. there's an app on your phone that you choose the pattern you want it to, to do and it'll do that pattern I but it. it has nothing to do with how how much the prop is spinning up or anything like that okay cool interesting lots of fun stuff going on here <laughs> kind of small there <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's about 830. Um, how much time do we have with you, Chris? Do we need to let you go and uh, call it a night? I can give you another half an hour if you need it. Um, I do want to answer a question from somebody named uh, Munsterman. 
he asked um, for free flight. Um, do you need certification? So if you're going to fly in Columbia free flight, um, there's a lot of locations that you must have your PP3, your PG3. Um, and if you don't have your PG3, you'll need an instructor with you. So if you're still at your one or your two, you'll have to have your instructor. There's a lot of locations where you don't want to fly unless you have your PG3. Um, so I don't know if that answered the question. If you're wanting to come in and just do a paragliding tour, make sure you have your PG3. If you want to come in and learn paragliding, um, yeah, then I'll, I'll hit you up with an instructor there that'll teach you. So. But how hard is the transition? I'm just curious to go from like somebody's only flew paramotors, right? To go into PG. I don't think the transition is that hard, um, but it's a lot more thinking. It's a it's a different it's a different uh, attitude when you're in the air. You don't have second chances. Um, so where you're choosing to land, that's where you need to land. You don't get to power up and fly back around and try it again. Uh, you're constantly thinking about thermals. Uh, you're constantly thinking about um, people around you because PG, usually when you find a good uh, uh, flying site, you're, you're not going to be the only pilot there. Um, as far as wing control goes, uh, I would say that paramotor pilots are very lazy. Um, the skill level uh, for PG, I think, is a lot higher than, than what you see in the paramotor world. Um, Weight shift is huge, and it's something that paramotor pilots don't think about, and they're very lazy about weight shift. They just use brakes to turn, and that's what they're doing. Whereas um, in in free flight, it's a lot more weight shift. So I would say those are the, you know, landings landings. Uh, in my opinion, on on free flight are a little easier because when you touch the ground, you also don't have fifty pounds of crap on your back. You know. So your, your cartilage actually stays a little bit better. I think it's easier to land PG. Um, taking off uh, is, is a different skill set though, because instead of leaning back, it's leaning forward. You know, it's a different, uh, and yeah. Other than that, it's, I think the transition's not that hard. It's just, it's just thinking differently about the wing. So if we go down there and we want to, you know, do free flying and we want to get our PG3. We can go down there, like you said, it's a five day course, about 2000 ish. And um, we can basically learn how to fly. If we are already flying yeah. TPG, then it should be an easy way to trans transition. If you've never flown before, it might take you a little bit longer. Is that what you're saying, Mr. Chris? Yeah, I wouldn't count on it being five days. I would say it would be a minimum of five days, depending on your skill level. Understand to get your PG3, you have to have 30 flights by yourself. Okay. Well, darn, have to go down there for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so when you said about landing and you've got to be able to basically be dialed in like for landing because you don't, you have one chance at it. Are the LZs, are you landing crosswind? Are they just really tight, like going uphill? Or what type of dynamics is a person supposed to expect? So it depends on where you've decided to launch from, right? 
I, you know, there's there all LZs are different. So it depends on if you're learning, you don't want to go to some place like San Felix. San Felix is the university of paragliding. It is, uh, it's, there's, there's very little forgiveness there. A lot of times you'll see pilots coming in, uh, either doing big airs or, uh, they've collapsed half their wing just to be able to come down because the winds are so strong and the, the LZ is fairly small. Um, but then there's, you know, there's, I know there's some great places in, um, Bukaramanga that are, you know, they're fully open. Uh, so it kind of depends on, on where you've decided to launch and land from. I, I can't give you, I can't give you that answer because it, it's like with paramotoring. Well, it depends on where you're flying from, you know, do, do you land in a crosswind? Well, I don't know. It depends what, what's your landing zone look like, you know? Yeah, well, I was just, uh, the reason I asked was because you said that a person who comes there to fly should have about 150 hours under their belt. Me, myself, flying in the prairies, I've got a quarter mile that I can land in. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, the other day yeah. I was trying to do some spot landing and I did some, I did a really good job, but I just don't even have to think about trees being there I, I might have a building I think uh, 200 feet over there somewhere going up to 300 feet shutting down the motor and landing in a 15 by 15 foot square two out of three times yeah, yeah I can do that but yeah. but I'm thinking if the wind is cross now if I'm coming in at a, on an angle cross wind toward an up slope then it's going to be something that I'm going to have a hard time practicing Well, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you better learn that really quick there, I, sir. I, I would say really practice. Yep. <laughs> you would say practice. Okay, sounds good. I'll figure out a way. <laughs> so if we go there and we want to fly paramotors, we'll bring our wing, and our wing is probably going to be a reflex wing if we're flying paramotors. However, if we do want to go and paraglide, we probably want a paragliding wing. Uh, would our instructors have something like that, or do we want to purchase yeah. a paragliding wing before we get there? No, your instructor will have a wing for you to learn on. Okay. Um, also, uh, free flight harnesses, I assume that they would have them too, or do we bring our own? Yep. Nope, they would have that. They'll have all your gear for you. Um, if you prefer a helmet, bring your helmet. All right. Good deal. Um, any other questions on the super or in the super chat or on the panel? I don't see anything anything in the super chat, but to me, the allure is the free flight thing and learning how to free yeah. fly. Uh, free fly. And uh, gosh, I mean, I'm sure they don't just you know just send you off the cliff and you got to land in this shoebox size spot. I mean, there's <laughs> probably a lot of steps, you know, bunny hills and all that. But uh, yeah, it looks like a really nice place to fly. It's an amazing place to fly. And um, yeah, it is bunny hills and you have to do your bunny hills and you have to prove your aptitude in being able to handle the bunny hills before you go to the bigger bunny hill. And then when you go to the bigger bunny hill, then you have to prove your aptitude there. And then you go through bigger one. Uh, once you're once you're up to uh, elevation, um, then the first thing your instructor will do from elevation is you'll bottom land. You won't top land. 
just so they know, just so they can make sure you know how to bottom land or you know exactly where the landing place is and how to land there. Go up again and then uh, that's when you'll start learning thermals and practicing with thermals and that kind of thing so you can top land. Because you want a top land. You don't you don't really want a bottom land because it usually means a taxi ride back up the mountain. So so on the on the bottom and the top landing. So what you mean is that when you're top landing, you're actually making use of the thermals to allow you to land back where you started from. Correct. Yes. And then the, the bottom land would be basically you're just jumping off the mountain and you're going to land at the foot of the mountain. Yeah, you'll probably do some thermals before you go down there. But generally, uh, most of the instructors, I would say a good instructor is always going to have you bottom land. So when you're up at altitude, right, so you've, you're, you're finished with your bunny hills, you're at altitude, you're launching from altitude, you know how to launch from altitude, you know how to run off that cliff. Um, he may have you do thermals and do some practice in the air before you, you start heading down and go to your bottom land. But generally, a good instructor will teach you, okay, this is where our landing zone is if you cannot make it back to the top. Prior to even getting there, you're taught about things about going over the backside. You're taught you're taught a lot of things just as you were in paramotor school. But the things you learn are a little bit different, right? Because in paramotor school, we're never taught about, you know, going off the back um, or, you know, things that are kind of almost exclusive to paragliding because generally in paramotors, you're not launching from a mountain. You're launching from somewhere um, you know, a flat area on the ground. So. Interesting. But it's still always good to know your windward side and leeward side, even if you're paramotoring. Agreed. Agreed. If you, last time we were talking, you had an EFI system on Parasuide USA. And I noticed every once in a while it comes on. Is it just going out of stock or do you guys still sell them? Do you know? No, actually, actually, um, uh, I believe Ryan is the guy. So there is an EFI system. Talk to Mark George. Like I, I said at the beginning, I don't have, I, I'm very hands off on that company. So I'm not exactly sure what they have when and when they have it. I know that there's an EFI system that you can convert any motor into EFI now that Mark has. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's available. Um, I, I couldn't tell you the cost. I couldn't tell you when he can get it to you, but I, I, I know the guy who makes them. Um, and I see his motor quite a bit, uh, that's running EFI on the conversion that he made. And I know that they've converted quite a few. So I would talk to Mark George about that and see. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Excellent. Well, um, if you guys don't know how to get up with Mark George, you can always get up with me. Uh, you can always call or text me, 501-747-3558, and I will be able to get you in touch with Mark George. Um, also, too, guys, we um, have a code from last week. If you remember that code from last week, we're going to be uh, putting that in the Super Chat here in just a moment. I'm going to type in the word start, and whoever gets that first is going to win USPPA stickers that I will send out to you. You do not have to send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. I will just send it to you. 
um, because the USPPA has these um, these. Uh, well, there you go, Daniel Roosh. Well, you sent me a you. you <laughs> he's the one that sent me the self-addressed stamped envelope. So I'll just go ahead and send it to you since you did it. I'll send you a whole bunch of uh, stuff, including the USPPA um, stickers. And that was actually printed by Jim up in the up in Canada. Oh. They do smell like maple syrup. How about that? From Care Printing and Publishing over at carepp.com. So thank you very much, Jim, for doing that. And thank you very much for sending us these stickers to give away. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys. So, uh, Daniel, I'll just go ahead and send this to you. And uh, we appreciate you. Pass it on to the next one. Who gets What's it. that? Daniel says to pass it on to the next one who gets it. Pass it on? So the next person that said it was Kramer. Mm -hmm. So I will send Kramer one of these also. And, uh, you know, I'm, I mean, I, I got a whole bunch. I mean, it was really nice that they sent me a whole bunch of these things. So I'll go ahead and send this to Daniel. I'll just send in your self-addressed stamped envelope since you already sent me one. And... Kramer, I'll send you one also. Daryl <laughs> Mitchell. <clears throat> Let's see who else. Daryl Mitchell, um, I will get you one of these also. So thank you very much for uh, putting that USPPA in there. Everyone that said USPPA just won. Congratulations. Dan Gook wants stickers from you, Jim. They, yeah, am I supposed to contact you or are you going to contact me, Brian? <laughs> okay, I'll bug you tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, Kramer, just do me a favor, text me 501-747-3558. I know I got your information someplace, but just send it to me again and I'll send you out uh, some stickers. And it's not just going to be the USPPA stickers. I'm going to send you some run to the sky um all my different stickers i have including the stickers that jim has sent me too um these are amazing stickers from jim and uh, they're it says careppg.com so i'm going to send you some of these also everybody that has just won and um you know stickers for everybody why not good deal all right any other questions from the super chat any other questions on the board Chris walked away. There he is. Ooh, but he left us. Yeah, when's Kangook's next sale on the basic trike? <laughs> no, just kidding. All right. Yeah. So if you don't know, make sure you go over to kangookamerica.com. Um, they have a lot of amazing things over there. And uh, Brian has allowed us to be a reseller over on Paramount, Arkansas. So we definitely appreciate uh, Kangook America for helping us out, um, being able to resell his stuff. So thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. All right. Um, any other questions other than when are we going to get together and go over to Columbia? We need to find a time that we all just get together, go over there and hang <laughs> out with Chris. You suggesting a uh, paracruise? <laughs> oh yeah, paracruise, para para trip, para adventure. You know, whatever para we want yes. to do, we're going to do that. Just run to Boston. When do the uh, when do the fly-ins start running down? About a 
October probably. There's some in October and then I don't know of any in November. I think Chris uh, froze. Oh, there he is. Yeah, I, it's it's internet. It's problem with living out with the cows. You get horrible internet out here. Um, okay, so we could schedule something for probably October, November timeframe. Uh, just sign up a sign up sheet, and then uh, that'll give me plenty of time to put an itinerary together. And that gives everybody plenty of time to get the piggy bank and start shoving into that. You know, that's uh, exactly. that's what six months away or so. All right. And uh, if we did that, we could go up yeah, to that barn area, huh? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I would love yeah. to do the desert in those dunes just for one day. Come back down Santa Marta, do all the coves in there and all those waterfalls. Fly over the jungle. Wow. Come back to Cartagena or Barranquilla, fly from Barranquilla to Cartagena and then go to Covenas, do some island hopping around Covenas and then head towards Panama. I think that would be an awesome, awesome trip. Wow. Just nothing but the entire Caribbean coast. Okay. I was looking at that map and I thought, man, it would be awesome to fly from uh, if it was actually I got to relook at it. But I was thinking fly from Colombia to the Pearl Islands, and then over to Panama City. I wonder if that would be too far. <laughs> so understand, if you're going to go that route, you've got to go over the Darien <clears throat> Gap, and there is nothing. So good luck. If you have a motor out, good luck on that one. Um, but if you had a chase boat and you stayed the coast the entire way, that might not be bad. Hmm. I just don't know. You may have to get your passport stamped prior to launching because you're landing in a different country than you're launching from. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I would think that it would be. Yeah, you could make it to the Pearl Island. That's not that far. But you'd need a boat anyway because you're crossing probably 30 yeah, miles of the Coast water. Guard know because otherwise they may shoot you out of the sky. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting what Chris just said as far as getting your your passport stamped because you're crossing into another you know country. I wonder if we could do that with Mexico, get our passport stamped going into Mexico, then fly our paramotors from America to Mexico. The problem with that is is that uh, along the entire U.S. border uh, there is a no-fly zone around oh. that. Gotcha. So you would have to get permission. You wouldn't just have to get a passport stamp. You'd have to get permission. Okay. Interesting. We might have to figure that one out eventually, too, one of these years. So what you're saying is it's not impossible. It's not impossible. <laughs> <laughs> so didn't, didn't Mitch G fly into Mexico and back out once? Right? Didn't he do a video a couple years ago about flying over Mexico? He got permission to do it. Who is this? Mitch G. I don't remember that one. Does anybody I remember? remember something about that? I'm pretty sure Mitch G pulled that off once. I don't know if he landed in Mexico, but I'm pretty <clears throat> sure he went over Mexico and then came back. Hmm. With permission? Yeah, because I remember in the video he said he had permission to go over it. Hmm. 
That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. If you got permission. You can do anything. Exactly. Well, have you ever crossed the border? Not on a not on a, a paramotor. I have on a horse, a car, and a plane, but not on a paramotor. <laughs> Will, have you ever crossed the border, GA? No. No. Uh, no, that's not correct because I mean, technically, the Bahamas is a different country. So yes. Interesting. I was kind of looking into it about flying across the Canadian-U.S. border, and it didn't look all that hard. But uh, then again, I think I decided I'm going to just fly up to the border, walk across, and then fly away. <laughs> I think it'd be easier for Jim to fly from Canada to us because we have laxer uh, paramotor you know, restrictions than us going from here to Canada because you'd have to have your license and stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, Jim, don't they have licensing up there for that? For what? For paramotor up in Canada. Yes. And if you come over here and try to fly under FAR 103, you can't have a certified paramotor. And up there, your paramotor is certified. Is that correct or not? Uh, we're definitely certified, but there's no reason why I wouldn't be able to fly in the States. Well, the uh, aircraft if, is if your certified. aircraft is certified, you cannot fly under FAR 103. You have to fly in as a sports well, that, hang on a second, yeah. but the certi the certification has to be that from the FAA. Yeah. So do they, do they recognize the Canadian certification? I, I would I would say you would still be under FAR 103, but that's my guess. I'm no expert on it. Yeah, I would argue that point for sure. I would definitely make sure that it was legal before trying it, because if you come over here and it's an N numbered or it is certified, because the FRR 103 does state that if it's been certified anywhere in the world, that it's not considered a uh, uh, ultralight under FAR 103 here in the States. So yeah. you might have to get your GA or at least a sports pilot license in the States to be able to do that. But I guess that's another topic altogether. Yeah, I have a question. So wait, you're saying that the paramotor itself is certified? I know the pilot would be certified. The wing would be certified. The 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 motor or is registered. The frame is registered. Okay. Right. So it's, is the, it's like having your vehicle is signed <clears throat> up by the government so they know that it exists. Is it is the wing uh, registered as well? No. Registration is on the on the frame. So it right. You put so it on wouldn't... the airplane, you put it on the frame of the paramotor, you put it on you know, it's on the frame. So it's a registration, not a certification. Right. So okay. then then it does fall under 103. Okay. So it's a registration, not a certification. Yeah. Okay. I'd still double check before you tried to cross a border like that. But it does sound very fun and interesting. And but definitely sounds interesting going down to Columbia and, and crossing borders too. The, the, if you flew up into Canada and you crossed to, at the border or you brought your paramotor across the border, that has nothing to do with NAV Canada. So I don't know how they would even know that you have some kind of device that, it, like they don't know the regulations, they're border patrol, that's all they are. And it's the same thing if I go into the States, those guys, they're not uh, the FAA. You don't have to worry about them 
cracking down on you because they're border patrol right but you still about... be, don't you still be coming over <clears throat> here and don't you need a passport now for candidates uh crossing to america or vice versa as that an... has nothing to do with a paramotor that has to do with me passports for me to cross the border not a paramotor wait wouldn't you be flying the paramotor wouldn't matter i can use my passport to fly across the border I can use my passport to walk across the border or drive. Okay. Well, look into that and uh, give us a, a more official report next time that we get on here. Because that, that is very interesting, Jim. I, I'd really like to see how that would work. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to just do it. Yeah, you <laughs> All right. Well, we'll come visit you in jail. Sorry to know. Uh, it's funny when they when you cross the border i don't know when you cross the border in canada anyway they they'll ask you where are you coming from oh i'm coming from the states obviously and they'll say where are you going oh i'm going home where's home saskatchewan where in saskatchewan watrous they look at your license plate they can't even read the information from your license plate they're not allowed access to that so they see your license plate it says Saskatchewan. That's all they know. Hmm. They look at your passport. That's all they know. Interesting. Okay. I still think there's some legalities that we might need to look at before we cross <laughs> borders. So if you guys are out there, please don't try to cross borders with your paramotor until we know for sure. Or you know for sure that is legal, okay? This is just a podcast. We don't know for sure. We're not telling you to cross any borders and try it. Please don't try that. We're not saying that in this podcast. Or if you do try it, just say Jim said it's okay. And then we're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Yep, and whip out your uh, maple syrup smelling money, and they'll believe you. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> we'll have visitations every other Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Every time we do a podcast, things pop up, and we learn things. Um, we're definitely learning things today. Like, if you want to go on an amazing vacation, definitely get up with Chris over at My Dog is Choking to go over to Columbia uh spend he said three weeks if you if time and money is no object go there for three weeks enjoy your time there and enjoy big steak and and amazing meals for 12 bucks a day wow that's incredible um i've had a really fun time tonight was there any other question in the super chat or anything on the panel before we start closing out Excellente. Well, I had a blast, guys. How about you? Yeah. Awesome. This was super yeah. fun. Super Definitely. duper. Did we yeah. learn anything? That's the thing. Did we learn anything from this? What did we learn today? I learned that my vacation time is going to be uh, in Columbia now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And yeah. stop wearing white socks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No I'm throw, that's it. I'm going to go and I'm throwing all of mine away because I know you made a comment on Facebook and I totally forgot about that, that when I was sitting on that bench at the lake and you're like, you need some socks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoop, yep, I do. I forgot. I'm like, oh, <laughs> 
Anyone on the panel wearing white socks? I'm not. It's after Labor Day. No, I got I'm just regular white. sockies on. <laughs> I got gray on them, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, wearing, I'm wearing white socks. I I'm going to put some Scooby-Doo When are you allowed to go back to wearing white? <laughs> After Labor Day, you're not supposed to wear white. So when are you allowed to go back to wearing white? I don't even know when Labor Day is. No. September 9th. September. September. Or September. First weekend of September or something. The rule is this. If you own white socks, throw them away. That's the rule. If you own white socks, black socks, brown socks, if they're plain Jane socks, throw them away. There's no room in this world for plain socks. All right. How about this? When I get a hole in my socks, I'll throw them away, and I will never buy the white socks again. How about that? All right. Start cutting holes in your socks, Sean. Yeah. If you ever run into Chris, be ready for a sock inspection. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Sock. The only way you can be his friend brings whole new <laughs> meaning to pull up your socks. That's true. So I, I think that we figured out what our code word is going to be next week. Uh, what do you think our code word is going to oh. be next week? How about oh, socks? I think I know. Socks. How about so socks? socks? How about Doc socks? Socks, 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 whatever you want to, you know, however you want to do it. Got to put it on my whiteboard so I don't forget. So next week, our code word will be socks. Just in case you guys are wondering and you don't want to wait until, you know, sometime this next week to go through this podcast again to figure out what our yeah. code word is. Socks. Oh, freaking awesome, Chris. Man, I've enjoyed this two hours. I can, I, I'm seriously, I thought it was just going to be one hour. We got yeah. students tomorrow. I got to get up at five o'clock. So I thought just one hour, that's all it's going to be. no. You know, it's two hours, and I've had a blast. I've learned so much. I, I, I want to keep on talking. I want to keep on learning. But, man, I got to get some sleep. Because, once again, this doesn't come naturally. I got to work on this, okay? Huh. And sleep is the only thing I got. So, thank you so much, Chris, for coming on the show. Sure. It's always good thank to you, see Chris. you. Much appreciate. Much, much. Yes. Thanks for having me, Sean. I appreciate it. Thanks, Lindsay. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, and I will I will get together at itinerary for November and just shoot it out. If you guys are actually interested, I'll put something together with prices and all that. And so you have plenty of time to get your passports between now and then. I'm interested. Sounds like a plan. Very cool. Very you heard cool. it, guys. You heard it, guys. Yeah. Um, we also got um, Will Fly is going to be talking about the new flying real quick. So, Will Fly, it's all you, buddy. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, brand new flying coming up. It is June 8th through the 11th. It's called Fly It for Gage. And uh, you will not want to miss this. In Bowling Green, Florida, perfect place to bring the family, fly your paramotor, and have some fun. So, June 8th through the 11th. Check it out. Fly It for Gage. Fly It for Gage. Absolutely awesome. Uh, any other plug in or plugs real quick as far as anything coming up that you want to let everybody know what's going on? We got a couple of minutes for that five minutes of fame. Anybody? Fly-ins? Anything? No. fly I got coming up is the same time as Bad Apples, so I know better than that. <laughs> the bad apples trumps all other fly-ins unfortunately <laughs> i think you're right yeah spring wing is may 17th through the 21st 
And I think Bad Apples is like the 18th through the 21st. So it's it's like the same exact time. It's, yeah. Awesome. Oh, another thing too, we got the solar eclipse next year that's going to be going through the whole United States and it's going right above us. Uh, we're going to be seeing the complete solar eclipse. I mean, it's going right above us. So we have the maximum amount of time that it's going to be going, I think it's what, almost 15 minutes or something insane like that. I mean, it's going to be awesome next April. So if you're interested in just hanging out over here at one of our LZs, please get up with me. Text me at 501-747-3558. We don't have a lot of room, but, you know, we could probably have you guys over here so make sure you get up with me if you're interested anything else before we say goodbye to mr chris my dog is choking from my dog is choking.com and paraswagusa.com chris it's been an honor thanks it, for yeah it really has thanks. appreciate it thanks i appreciate yeah. it we missed you i was like so excited to get you back on here i'm like we gotta catch up <laughs> to this dude see what he's been doing thank you so much this was really important it was a lot of fun if it, if there's anybody who wants to do like a motorcycle trip through Colombia with a paramotor on their back, oh, on, on the back of the bike, and just go with me, because I'm thinking of not just doing Colombia, I'm thinking about doing a lot of South America. If there's anybody who wants to do this, let me know, because it'll be like, it, it, I'm thinking like epic, you know, just like the full on adventure not a tour, just like one or two other guys. That's it. You know, let me know. That, that's a challenge right there. That sounds oh, yeah. really fun. Yeah. Now, real quick, I got my motorcycle endorsement. I got my driver's license for the United States. How does that work as far as going to Columbia with having driver's license or driving over there? How does that work? If you have a motorcycle drive, uh, you know, you do need a license. But the thing is, <laughs> all right. I may or may not have a motorcycle license. <laughs> I may or may not. I may or may not have been pulled over many times in Colombia. But I just show them my Texas license and they're like, okay, yeah, it looks good to me. Whatever. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Interesting. All right. Uh, it works a little different there that, that, that way. Uh, I'll just say that. Man, I'm going to start singing that song. Born to be wild. <laughs> there goes Chris down the road. <laughs> See, yeah, there's something like you're you know, never too old to do this stuff. I, I so like commend you on this. You're so inspiring. <laughs> Seriously, dude. you are. You are. This is awesome. Man. Yes. So. <laughs> Well, Chris, absolutely amazing stuff. Um, other than my dog is choking.com and paraswagusa.com, is there anything else that you do that uh, we might want to go check out? Or is it just your YouTube channel and your Instagram? Uh, as far as the paramotor stuff, that's kind of it. You know, I have uh, I have a few other companies that I run, but, uh, you know, they're, they're software related and that kind of thing. So that's not that has nothing to do with this so um yeah you know if you if you want a good laugh or two you know check out my youtube channel if you like socks look at the instagram that's about it okay for all you sock fetish people go over to his instagram <laughs> just search for my dog is choking and check it out you'll have a blast 
Very All cool. right. Well, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Chris. We definitely appreciate it. Right. And I can't wait Thanks, to go fly with you. This is going to be absolutely amazing. Let's do it in the fall. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Chris. We appreciate right. you, buddy. See you guys. Thank you. Good night. All right, guys, man, that was absolutely amazing. I had an amazing time. Every single time I do a podcast here, I just thoroughly enjoy it. Even when I want to really just focus on an hour, it never, never, never just works out for an hour. So good and bad, all in the same, you know, boat, but we'll figure it out. So let's go ahead and say goodbye to everybody. So we're going to go ahead and start with Jim. Uh, from Canada with his maple syrup smelling money and his care printing and publishing over at carepp.com. Tell us a little bit about your store and what you do and how we can get up with you, man. Uh, I've got a print shop and I do all sorts of printing, stickers, paper printing, business cards, door hangers, you name it. Whatever you put on paper, I can print and uh, on vinyl as well. And uh, contour cutting, that type of stuff. Um, and we've got a calendar program that we're doing at ppgcalendar.com. If you want to put one of your favorite pictures for uh, paramotoring, you can put it on there and we'll vote on it at the end of the, at the, closer to the end of the year and then see who gets into the calendar. And if you want a calendar personalized just for you, we can make that happen too. Just send me 13 pictures and we'll put it together for you. And if you mention PPG Grandpa, I'll give you 10% off your order. Oh, I'm worth 10%. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jim, for everything you do. I also heard that you got some decals over there. We do. We have decals. All right. In Canada, they call them decals. Over here, we call them decals. As like we say, aluminum over here in some place in the world, they call them, they say aluminum. Is that, uh, is that the Great Britain? Yeah. And Australia does it too, I believe. Aluminum. What kind of paramotor have we got? An aluminum paramotor. That's pretty mm. awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Jim. I appreciate you, buddy. And all your maple syrup smelling money. And we also got James from jbpg.com. He does amazing stuff over there. Matter of fact, he's going to be coming over here in a week. Going to be hanging out uh, over here with his family. We're going to be doing some flying and some stuff like that. And uh, he might be uh, bringing some some gifts. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on over at jbpg.com and how we can get up with some amazing mugs and and uh, mouse pads. Are they mice pads, mice pads? Tell us more about this. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, of course, I'm glad you brought mouse pads up. I do mouse pads and tumblers and cups, uh, coffee cups, to keychains, to I do t-shirts and some other unique stuff which you can find on uh, jbpg.com, which is there behind me. Uh, hit us up there, make a free account, and uh, get a hold of me from there for anything custom that you can think of. Uh, and yes, I do have a care package I am bringing down with me too. So uh, you can uh, announce that next week if you'd like. That sounds good. I think he's going to be bringing a bunch of stuff here for us to give away, which is going to be awesome. I love giving away stuff. If you guys know anybody that has some paramotor related things that they would like to give away or 
uh, or just give away here on ClearProp TV, Paramotor Podcast, just let me know. 501-747-3558. Send them over to Run Into the Sky. Our address is 3820 Dave Ward Drive, Suite 1900, number 111, Conway, Arkansas, 72034. And we will give them out. That's so awesome. I love giving away stuff. It's one of my favorite things to do. And uh, we definitely appreciate you, James, and everything you do. And I can't wait to hang out with you, buddy. All right. We also got Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. Happy birthday to you. You live in a zoo. You smell like a monkey and you look like one, two, and many more. (laughs) Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your, your YouTube channel and your um, touchmytip.com. Yeah. Uh, well, just uh, check my videos out. Look for Will Fly on YouTube or you can go to willflyppg.com, take you to the same place. Um, also, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern, we do a podcast called Paramotor Hangout with Shane, Mark, and myself. It's going to be a great show tomorrow. We'll be talking about our escapades in Alabama and a few other things so yeah check it out how do we get to that podcast you get to that podcast you would go to ppgshane.com and it'll take you right there dot com ppgshane.com if you haven't done it already make sure you go to ppgshane.com it does forward over to his youtube channel hit that subscribe and that bell notification so you know when he posts videos and live streams uh, because I tell you what, uh, there's no filter over there. That's right. That's <laughs> exactly right. what we're going to say. No filter. Scuba Steve, man, you just kind of uh, slid in the middle of the podcast, but it's always good to see you, buddy. Yeah, I, well, I just got back from Georgia, so we've been driving since 11 a.m. this morning, and I went through, I don't know how many wrecks and traffic, but yeah, um, I do a show on Friday, mainly about vaping, but we also talk about paramotors, 8 to 10 Eastern. You can go to paramotordude.com. That'll take you straight to my YouTube channel. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you go to paramotordude.com. Hit subscribe and that bell go. notification so you know when he's posting about vaping and paramotoring fun stuff. So thanks for joining us, Scuba. I know that you would rather be sleeping. I'm so tired. But you joined us anyway, so thank you, sir. We appreciate you, buddy. No problem. We also got Ryan Rides, man. He does some amazing drone stuff. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your drone stuff, paramotor, and how we get up with you, bud. Yeah, I was actually, during the show, I was actually doing some design work that I was handed this morning. Um, you can find me on fa- at facebook.com sla- forward slash Starflight Drone Shows. That's where I'll be 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Hit me up. If you have any kind of celebration you want to include drones in, hit me up. We got an awesome deal going right now. Um, we'll, we'll travel anywhere in the country uh, to come do a drone show for you. So hit me up. Let me know if, uh, if we can help you out. So, you know, I'm thinking drone show, and for people that don't know, you know, many people think about a drone. It's like they go up there and they fly around. What is this, like a little 
banner that hangs down off of one drone? How does this actually work? Obviously, I know, but you know, I'm trying to so, build, build it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so what I do is um, I program a fleet of drones to fly in synchron uh, synchronization and uh, create designs in the sky at night. Uh, each drone has a light pack on the bottom, and it gives off different colors that I program it or sequences that I program it to do. And, uh, and then they go up and they, they, they do their flight and make some really cool things up in the air. So we can, uh, we can make anything, uh, themed or, you know, if you're, if you just want to set a mood for, for an event, you know, we can have the drones flying around and kind of setting the mood for, uh, for a concert or whatever the case may be, we can do it. That sounds absolutely amazing. So definitely thank you so much for hanging out with us, buddy. I know there's many things that you could do, but you chose to hang out with us on PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast on Monday night. Hey, you know what? Real quick, um, we have a, also an audio stream. Jack joined the room, so want to say thank you to, for uh, Jack joining the room that's listening to our audio stream. Uh, Lenny and Rosemary are all here so thank you for joining us uh, on our live audio stream if you want to come over and see what we're actually talking about you can always go over to iflyparamotors.com or ppggrandpa.com to see the live show um and of course our very own linda anderson man i tell you what without her i don't think they would ever have a guest Linda, tell us a little bit about Paramom USA and what you do to help us out. And I think that there's something else that you guys uh, do on Thursday night. Yes, a, yes. Isn't there like a very famous son of yours? Yes, Robert Michaels is the host of paraglidingtalk.com on Thursday nights. And uh, that's kind of how I got my name, Paramom, because I started getting interested, more interested in what he was doing. That was like 2017, I think. And um I've been following shows ever since. And then I just kind of jumped on this show. I thought, well, this would be fun to do. And I've been with you guys for like four years now. And it's every Monday. It, it is so fun. And I really enjoy like finding guests for the show. And and uh, because every time I do find a guest, it's a new friend and a new pair of friend. And, um, you know, I learn about their adventures and then they meet new people at the, you know, we reach out to them and tell them about all the cool flyings. And it's the, I'm telling you that it, the pair family just keeps getting bigger every time. So I want to thank you all and thank my chatters in the chat room and the viewers and everybody's been following us and watching our show on Monday nights. I so, so appreciate because I couldn't do it without you. I couldn't do it without my team. And uh, I just want to say much love. Thank you so much, so much, Mark. And wow. What else? Oh, yeah. And then if you want to get up with me, um, it is ParamountUSA.com, which will take you right to my Facebook page. And if you want to be on my show and be a guest, a super duper guest, and you want to shine that night, just let me know. And I'll get you all set up and everything and just have a really good time. It's a it's a fun Monday night to spend with everybody. It really is. So it really is. Absolutely. And I, and I love doing this too. I mean, you guys are awesome. I really enjoy hanging out with you on the podcast, going out flying with you, helping students, which reminds me, we have uh, Daryl Mitchell that's in the, um, the, the super chat is one of our students. Um, he said, Paramount Arkansas has changed my life for the better. Sean is awesome. Well, thank you very much, sir. 
I appreciate you and uh, your so company. Awesome. You are an amazing guy. So I can't wait for you to come back and we can go fly around and have a good time. That is awesome. That's awesome. Anything else? Shout out, uh, shout out to see. Brian and Bonnie. That's also over here for another week of training over at Paramount, Arkansas. I know and I get to meet her next month. I'm so excited at the the Torchport Fly-In Memorial Weekend. So I'm going to meet a, meet a bunch of peeps I haven't met in person yet. So I'm super duper excited about that and getting up in the air. And you know, I told you my dad my daddy passed away last um, Tuesday. Sorry and, to hear um, about that. I want to get up in the air and just say, "Hey, Dad, here I am." I'm going to wave to him and everything. Yeah, say so, you know he can see me flying and all that stuff. So and yeah, I'm really. Know. Yeah, we all know he'll be able to look down and see you flying and he'll have a big smile on his face. Yeah, yeah, he, he will. He will. Absolutely. It's well, going to be we, awesome. We love you, Linda. And <sighs> so um, next awesome. next Monday, we have Jerry Fly in the house and he is going to talk about the bad apples. He's uh, so gracious to give us his time because he's, he's going to be out at bad apples. I believe that's where he's going to do the show from. If I'm really understanding, so um, yeah, y'all tune in because it's yeah he's gonna he's gonna give us some you know good info that you guys need for that flying and all that. Cool. So it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. But, yeah. All and, right. Uh, Sounds like we're gonna have another awesome show. Uh, definitely appreciate you guys. Uh, wouldn't be able to do this without you, and uh, I should have done this without you guys. No because now we got this uh, this board right here that we can write stuff up, but man, uh -huh. we just didn't do it. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god, way too much fun, guys. Anyways, thank you so much again. I appreciate y'all. My name is Sean thank Simons, you. also known as PPG Grandpa. We also run a nonprofit organization to help disabled people and disabled veterans get up into the sky, run up into the sky, run into the sky with training and also adaptive paramotors if you need them. If not, we get you amazing gear, uh, whether you can afford it or not. We'll make sure that you get training and get to fly. So anyways, check out runintothesky.org. And we definitely appreciate you if you want to donate. We are a 501c3 organization. Everything that you send to us is tax deductible. We appreciate you so much. And if you just want to cash app us, you can go to the cash app, the dollar sign, run into the sky. You'll be able to send us a couple bucks and we definitely appreciate you. Anything else before we head on out, guys? I think that's it. Excellent. Eh? Well, you guys have an amazing day and an amazing week. Don't forget tomorrow is ppgshane.com with Paramotor, oh, wait a minute, Paramotor Hangouts. Um, Wednesday with Paramotor Girl for Flying Flamingo Jade. Thursday yeah. is paraglidingtalk.com. That's right. Friday is paramotordude.com. Y'all have a good one, and we'll see you next week here on PPG Grandpa's Paramount Thanks, Podcast. I love ya. We are just, I had so much fun, guys. I really did, and I definitely appreciate you. Peace. Wait a minute. Peace. <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> there you go. I know. I wish it would warm up just a little more so I can get back out, do my, you know, my four-mile walks again. 
Um, it's only going to be, I looked up the weather. It's only going to be like 42 tomorrow. I'm like, boo, it has to be like in the sixties, like high sixties for me to, you know, to walk just a nice little chill in the air, but not cold. <laughs> That's not fun walking. So. Guys, I'm Ron, I got dinner in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, well, then, when, yeah, what did good. you want to know about that show, Ryan? I mean, right, well. They showed me the commercial like yeah, well, times. I've never even heard of it, honestly. Um, well, what it basically was from what I saw in the commercial, apparently this place out in Utah is UFO central. And they take up a fleet of drones, kind of like what you do. Mm -hmm. And when they had these drones in the air, they were just in a square pattern. And the whole center of the square started drooping down and they couldn't figure out why. So some of the drones started coming down and all the drones came down and there was one light still in the sky. So they think it's a UFO. So I don't know. I know it comes on tomorrow on the History Channel. I think it's nine or 10 o'clock at night. Hmm. If you want to see it, check it yeah, out. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely look at it. The Secret um, of Skinwalker Ranch. That's what yeah, it's called. Yeah, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll look it up. I'm going to be, I've got a... Skinwalker Ranch, my bad. I've got a flight that I'm going to be doing tomorrow of... Uh, one of our signature shows mm -hmm. and oh, i was okay. just, i was just working on a uh design for our, our company demo night and uh oh. actually hang on a second i kind of wanted to show you guys this but i didn't want to do it during the okay so then we're going to say goodbye to everybody on the audio real quick so goodbye okay. everybody on the audio you guys have a good one remember socks is the code for next week and uh, JB, real quick, has anybody uh, claimed that mystery box yet? No, they have not. All right. Wow. So you want to continue the mystery box? Yep, continue the mystery box. The first person to uh, get a hold of me at 309-255-8936 uh, with the word mystery box. I will send them a pretty good little package. All right. Ooh. Sounds good. We appreciate you guys. Make sure you check that out. Give them a call. Give them a text. Yeah, I got to get back on that website because I want I want one of your stickers, James. So I'll get on there and see what you got. Get back all on right. the website because I'm all signed up for it. So, and thank you again. I just I absolutely love that mug. It's just well, so I'm super cool. You liked it. So I can be like now during the show, I can be like your spokesman, spokeswoman <laughs> for you know for the mug. So yes. <laughs> We can so, see. Cool. so this is this is what All I right. was designing. Peace out, guys. Show.